Welcome to the New Era of Wealth Building Podcast, formerly the MLMSuccess.com podcast. This show will reveal a new era of team building that has been created by smart contracts on the blockchain and technology that wasn't even available a couple of years ago and most still don't know exist or understand today. We share with you real success stories from real people that are happening right now today. While traditional network marketing companies have fallen into a state of dissipation and delusion, what Mr. Calvert calls a social club, there is one company and organization whose members are progressing and growing their incomes weekly. This organization is led by the host of this podcast, Dale Calvert. Dale has always said that real product and network marketing is people. Dale has always taught, if you build people, people will build the business. We believe network marketing is the number one personal development program on the planet with a compensation plan attached. When you combine wisdom of the ages success principles, proven personal development systems, and a new era opportunity, you have the formula for life-altering success stories. And that is what we share with you in this podcast. So here is your host, who has a goal to develop 500 six-figure earners and 10 millionaires on his team over the next few years. A small-town guy that figured out early in his career that the real product in network marketing is people. And the magic and Ziggs quote, you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. Dale Calvert. This is what a lot of you need to hear, those of you that think you're ninjas. And and those of you that think you're ninja, ninjas, you pretty much are. But this is important for you guys, the people out there making it happen every single week. If you're a ninja, you have to act like a ninja. And these are the main points. These are the main points. This is this is this is the main point. This is for the producers and I'm almost done. W. Clement Stone said, to be enthusiastic, you must act enthusiastic. He knew over time that a natural, authentic enthusiasm would develop. That's what W. Clement Stone understood. And I'm stealing from W. Clement Stone. In my mind, to be a ninja, you have to get up every day and do what ninjas do. One day you will wake up and you will know I'm a ninja. You will. That will just happen over time if you consistently do what ninjas do. Uh, our guest tonight, Tony Shoup, is an absolute ninja. Uh, and he will share with you in just a few minutes how that happened. Ladies and gentlemen, success leaves clues. It just does. But this is real important. Ninjas can tell you about the time in their life when they made the decision to consciously, intentionally program their mind for success. They can tell you about that time, can you? Now, it's possible to be progressing and be productive with this opportunity because this opportunity is so powerful, but you will never reach your full potential until this life event happens. And guys, this is a life event. The day you decide to consciously, intentionally program your mind for success. It's a life event. It's just like the day you have your first child. 
And you say, Dale, you're being ridiculous. Oh, no, I am serious. I am serious. Making the conscious decision to program your mind is a life event. And Gordy and Kelly and Shelley Giddings and Dave Trility and Michael Penland can tell you about the first time he met Glenn W. Turner. And, and guys, this is the way this works. I guarantee you most of the people on the ERC leaderboard from this team can tell you the time, the day, the when it was. Uh, go back and listen to Kamala Robinson's story and what she talks about programming your mind. Go back and listen. Success leaves clues. It really does. Ninjas use the cancel, cancel technique daily. Daily. Ninjas start their day with a well thought out morning routine. Ninjas know time management is the best kept secret of the rich and they treat every day accordingly. Ninjas recognize the fight, flight, or freeze emotions when they enter their mind. They, they recognize what's happening and they implement the antidote quickly. When that happens, they treat themselves just like they've got bit by a rattlesnake and they implement the ant antidote quickly. Five, four, three, two, one, go. That's the best antidote I have found in 40 years. And we've talked about that a lot. Of course, that's from Mel Robbins, which you guys know. This is what ninjas do. Ninjas' biggest fear, their biggest fear is the whirlpool. And they keep themselves as far away from it as possible. They understand this and they don't want the whirlpool to suck them back here to where they're comfortable. They know if they can get out here far enough, then they're going to be free to develop a whole new foundation on which they can build a whole new, a whole new set of beliefs about themselves and their upside potential. That's what Tony Shoup has done. I watched it. Uh, when I first met Tony, he was a teenager who had been through a life-threatening car accident and months of rehabilitation. He saw our NII infomercial years ago and somehow made his way to Lexington, Kentucky to a business opportunity overview where he joined. Uh, I never worked with Tony directly in that company, but I kept an eye on him kind of from afar, probably because my my sister and my brother-in-law live in Mount Sterling. Some of you remember hearing Mark Ledford, the book that he wrote. That's my brother-in-law on Simplified Success. He and Tony and my sister live in the same small Kentucky town, Mount Sterling. And I also knew that he was in really good hands because he was being brought down the road by one of the best students I ever had in my career and one of the best teachers. Uh, they were a ninja couple, uh, Carol and Roy Ely. Uh, Roy passed away about a month ago. But the first thing that I noticed about Tony was his natural ability to communicate at level five. And you ninjas know what I'm talking about when I say level five. <laughs> but what what I respect about him is he just didn't rely on his 
gift. Uh, he quickly became a personal development student, started working on himself. And for a while, it seemed like every time I did an event in West Virginia, Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana, it could be on a Tuesday night and Tony Shoup was showing up to all of them. And when, when I talk about uh, team culture, Tony, Shelley, Dave Trilody, and many others that were on that particular journey understand exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, if I say you haven't been to an event of 5,000 people until you've been to an NII event of 5,000 people, they know exactly what I'm saying because it's not something you can explain. It's only something that you had to experience, and he experienced it. Uh, when the company blew up and World War III started, as I've referenced to a few times, I can count on my hand, really on three fingers, the people that are in my life today that really understood how bizarre that time and place was for me on my personal entrepreneurial journey. And those three people are my mom, my dad, and Tony Shoup. So the level of self-preservation I saw from people that should have known better jaded me in a way that I'm I'm not ever going to recover from. Uh, But Tony was there. He witnessed it all firsthand. And we spent a lot of time together during that time. I mean, he spent a lot of time at the, the big house in Lexington. And when I decided to sell the new company that I started and retire from building teams, Tony moved uh, moved on as well, and we kind of lost touch. But he has had a very successful sales career as a ninja, I would call him a ninja sales manager. That's Tony Shoup. And I kept tabs on him over the years through my sister because Tony's has a daughter and my niece, Micah, about the same age and went to school together. So I would always ask Christy, have you heard anything out of Tony? How's Tony doing? And I know they went to church together for a while. And we reconnected on Facebook, I don't know, two or three years ago when we were building a team to launch APL Go in the United States. And I can't remember who contacted who. But I'm so thankful it happened because it brought us to this point tonight at this time and place. There's no way for Tony to really understand what him being here right now on this journey means to me. Because if anybody can can understand the the madness, the the methods behind my madness, <laughs> it's Tony. Uh, I mean, I love him like a brother. I just do. And I could go on and on and on, but let me stop this share and bring him up. And Tony, it's all yours, my friend. So glad you're with us on this journey. Guys, you are in for a treat, I promise. Dale, thanks, man, for, for everything. I appreciate it. I, uh, I, I, I'm going to probably, if anybody watched the video, I'm, I'm probably going to tell you a little bit about stuff you might have heard before, but I, um, I guess my whole, I'll start back when I, when I did have an accident, I won't, I won't get into it completely, but I had a really bad car accident when I was younger um, and wrecked. And uh, I was in a Cardinal Hill, which is a rehabilitation place for about a year, a real bad wreck. And uh, 
when I got out of the rehabilitation, my parents had built a house uh, with a basement with a complete place to live down there, a kitchenette, an entire place because they didn't know if I'd ever walk again. Uh, they were preparing to keep care of me. And um, uh, as I was recovering and getting to walk again, um, one night late, one night late, um, there was an infomercial on. It was probably two or three o'clock in the morning and uh, and it was Dale. And I'd never, you know, I never saw it before. But when he said his name, it had been this, probably within the past few months, I'd heard about Christy's brother making all this money selling diet pills. And, and I thought, man, that's Dale. That's Christy's brother. And uh, so I watched that meeting and I watched some of the stories of the people on that video. And uh, just common everyday country people like myself, nothing, you know, nothing extra, just people that really made it happen. And it just, it spoke to me. And I called that number and I got a cassette tape in the mail after about a week. And when I put that tape in, I mean, it's kind of hard to explain, but I had never heard anybody speak uh, with wisdom of the ages principles. I never had. And it was almost like, you know, you're looking your whole life for that instruction book. You're looking for that your whole life for those nuggets that are going to help you move to that next step. And it was almost like as I heard that stuff, it was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. It was a paradigm shift after paradigm shift. And I told my dad, I said, we got to go to this meeting. We need to do this. So Roy, my stepdad, we went to Lexington meeting, and like Dale said, we got we got kicked off. We got excited, and we got we got started up. Um, and I guess what 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 amazed me when we actually got our manual in, and I, I actually still got wow. my manual. Wow. I still got my manual, and um, when we actually got kicked off with it, you know, I read this thing from front to back. I listened to the tapes over and over and over, and I was getting addicted to the information I was hearing um, and uh, for lack of better terms. And, uh, you know, I, I, I had just got back into the workforce cause I had just started walking again and we were looking for something for me just to do on the side. And uh, I actually got a job at a local factory on a third shift and it was a sit down job. Um, it was a, a tough, I'd never worked third shift before, but, this man named Dale told me his story about working at IBM and about listening to tapes over and over and over and how it changed his life. And I said, I can do that. So what I did every single night is I put tapes in. We had a tape of a month club, but every time I sold a bottle of product, I don't care if it was one bottle or two bottles, I drove to Georgetown and I spent that money on more tapes. And more material. I got. Uh, I put a little saying behind me of all the all the stuff I've actually still got from that time. Oh my gosh! And I told us. Uh, I went through those tapes, and I would listen to the tapes over and over and over because repetition is the key to mother to learning. And I listened to those tapes every night for eight hours. I wouldn't speak to anybody, and I felt myself changing. I mean, I'm talking about not, guys, unless you've experienced that before, it's really hard to explain. You know, he told us, he said, listen to the tapes 
go to the meetings, read the books. I never read books. I never did. You know, and I picked up every kind of book. If he recommended it, I got it. I had I had every single book that that office offered, and I've still got a shelf full. I just laid a few of them out here, and I went through every single one of those books when I was at home. And over the next eight months, I would, as I was doing that at the exact same time, I would come home from work, and I would be so excited and so fired up that I could not, there's no way I could go to sleep. And I would go out and we would absolutely, you heard Dale say, we would blitz pounds. I mean, I'm talking about, we would take these yellow brochures, we would wear this button, and we would actually take this video, and we would actually absolutely go through these towns and cover them. You knew that we touched that town when we left. We had phone booths back then, right? And uh, as I was going around, I had this Walkman plugged in, and I had every single tape, and I listened, and I play, and I listened, and I listened. And I'm telling you, it completely changed my life. And I overcome a ton of fears. I mean, we all started with it. I mean, I've never done any kind of sales in my life. One thing, I was scared to death to get in front of people, scared to death. Uh, I was a class representative at my college graduation, and halfway through my speech, I actually quit talking. So I pretended I was emotional. So then maybe get away with it. You know, I act like I was crying. I mean, I was scared to death. And the other thing I had a problem with was the fear of a phone. And, you know, one thing I can tell you, that is a true Real fear for a lot of people that's even on this call. It's still tough today for me and sometimes. And Dale and whoever else, you can ask us. But I'm going to tell you, Dale Dale did a training called Call Reluctance. And it was awesome because he knew people were suffering for that back in the time. And he said, he always said, do you ever sit down to make that call? And you start fiddling. You say, hmm, I need to get some more paper clips out. Or I need to organize my pencils and ink pens. And he said, and then you pick up the phone and you call and you're praying for a busy signal. <laughs> I mean, that is such the truth, right? And then he said, you look up and it's 15 to eight and you think, oh, it's too late to call anybody else. Something else, right? I mean, everything we went through in that company, he saw it coming down the pike because he'd been through it himself. And I'm telling you, he would put a tape out and we would go through it. Any fears we were dealing with. But guys, I'm going to tell you, one of the greatest things beyond personal development that I experienced in that particular time in New Image was the team culture. Um, it'll never happen again. That's right. I, it had never happened before that, and it's never happened after that. And what I mean by that is... Dale took a company. Now, guys, we see our team here, right? We see a group of people. And sometimes we don't realize how blessed we are to have this group of people. But then you think about the other people within IHUB. They don't have what we have right here because Dale has separated us from the masses. He unifies us as a group and as a team so we can move beyond. Well, he'd done the entire company in New Image that way. The entire company. 
I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands of distributors all across the country. And Dale would teach us a three-day, a 14-day, a 29-day call, a 59-day call. And during that time, we taught and preached, preached and teach the exact same thing from the East Coast to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. If I sent, if I sent a, a, somebody that I talked to in California to a meeting, I knew exactly what they were going to hear. If somebody sent somebody from California to Kentucky to a meeting, they knew exactly what they were going to hear. And I'm telling you that the power in that is indescribable. And when it, when it really came to a reality, that team culture and how powerful it was, because, again, I'm young. I don't know. It's the first thing I've ever been in in my life. We were at a regional. I think, I think it was in Somerset, Kentucky. And I, and I believe Dale might have been doing a video at the time. But people unprompted, as he was going through the training, he would speak out and say, and he would stop mid-sentence. And the entire arena would finish what he was going to say. I mean, thousands of people would finish what he was going to say. He would go through a comment of, Where's the beef? All these things that that are actually ingrained in our head from repetition, and everybody would repeat it because we were all teaching and preaching the same thing and learning and learning. And God, it absolutely changed my life. Uh, After about eight months, I went full-time, wasn't making much money at all, but I had it set in my head, I was out. You know, we we talked about wouldn't it be great when you can go to your boss and say, I can't afford to work for you anymore. And I did it. I sat down in front of him and did it. I wasn't making much at all, but I was living with my parents, right? So I went in and I quit. And one thing we had, I have a picture of my goal board back then, but we had a big goal board. And one of the things I had commented on there is the day I quit work, I'm going to go down to the local Jerry's and drink coffee with all the retired guys at 630 in the morning. And I did it. And it felt so good. I felt like I'd accomplished something. <laughs> and I don't know that I had, but I, but I had accomplished something that was on my goal board. And it was unbelievable the feeling that I had. Unbelievable how much it meant to me. And uh, from that point in time, I went crazy. Dill said, I went to every meeting within driving distance. I went to every regional state. Anywhere I could get to, I went to it. And I've got a couple of little things I was going to show you real quick that meant a lot to me. Everybody's seen that book right there, right? Here is a picture of me and him. Now, the wild thing is, is my girlfriend at the time thought she's a photographer, (laughs) but she wasn't. So that's one thing. Really cool. Another picture. Everybody knows who that is, don't they? Jim Mr. Rome. Jim Rome came to one of our conferences. My last picture, one I've got, this means a lot to me. I love this. Carol sent this to me, and I really have cherished it forever. Is Dale and his mom in a meeting, and look back behind them, who you see. That's me. <laughs> hey, I'm right in the mix, man. I'm right in the mix. If there was leaders doing anything, I was right in the middle of it. 
Dale said, the goal is not becoming a national director. The goal is to become the type of person that a national director is. And you know what? That's what my goal was. If they were there, I was sitting next to them. I wanted to hear, I want anything they had to rub off on me because that's what I want to do. I wanted to change who I was. And that's what happened. It was an unbelievable experience. I traveled all over the country, uh, Canada. I think I ate one time with Dale and I thought it was awesome at uh, a restaurant in Canada, a Chinese buffet. <laughs> I mean, it was such a great time in my life. And like Dale said, the, the, the company exploded. Things happened. And, uh, you know, it was rough and it's rough. And any of you that's been involved in companies before, you give your entire heart to that first one. Yeah. And it's really, yeah. And it's really, really, really tough when you saw yourself retiring at 30 or you saw yourself going in, into a certain situation and it's just not going to happen and it's out of your control. So when we stepped out, like Dale said, I, I've seen the company going like this and I stepped out and I got a job at a local, and this is fun. I graduated college in electronics. And there was an ad in the paper for an electronics, uh, uh, an installer for security systems, ADT. And the name of the company was U.S. Security. It was in Lexington. So I took that job and I went and bought a van and I went and bought tools and I loaded up a little business on wheels. And I said, man, I'll make it happen because you know what? After that type of personal development, it don't matter what you do. It, you could have gave me these ink pens. And I could have developed a business around that ink pen right there. My life had completely changed. And I mean, I knew that I knew no matter what I did, I was going to succeed. And that was my mindset. So I got into it. I was installing security systems on the side. And one day, uh, one of the, the manager came in. His name was Bill. And he said, hey, I was in Georgetown today. And he said, I met someone that I installed a system for it said, you did sales trainings. And I said, who was it? And he said, it was Ben Calvert. It was, that, it was Bill's dad. So he said, I would like you to do a sales training for my sales team. He said, they don't know you. You install systems. We're going to act like you are a sales trainer from corporate. He said, I just want to give it a try. So I was you know, whatever, I'm in for anything. So I went in, I dressed in a big colored suit like we wore back in the day. And uh, I walk in the door. They introduced me as Tony Shute from corporate. And I did a training on uh, the secret of network marketing success that I'd heard a billion times. And I, and I, and I pointed it, you know, to security. I put stuff in there. And when I was done, it was it was really good, if I say so myself. But the guy in the back room was named A.T. Mantooth. He was the national sales director for that company. And he had just happened to be there for the, for the night or weekend or whatever. Well, about a week or two later, I hadn't been there, guys, a month. A week or two later, the manager of that company, of that office, went nuts. And some bad stuff went down, and he disappeared and flew to Bahamas. Well, A.T. Mantis called me from Oklahoma and introduced and said he wanted to meet with me and my wife, and I knew he was going to offer me something. Well, we went and met, and he gave me the position, offered it to me, 
for the regional uh, manager for the, for the entire area in Kentucky. I had three different offices. So we got kicked off with it. I didn't know what I was doing. I'd never done a solar security system in my life. But one thing we did in that company, which was phenomenal for this, because I believe everything in your life has prepared you for this moment. All of you, every one of us. And I look back at that time, one of the things we did in security is we went door to door. Now, guys, if you've done door to door sales, it's tough. And you want to talk about rejection. Oh, you've never seen rejection until you're knocking on doors, buddy. People don't want you coming in the house. So we did it. And I put together a manual. I took that yellow manual and I took every training I had and I put together an absolute manual for every, I had 17 salespeople at that office. I put a manual together. And we actually had a step-by-step script, what you say, what not to say, when to say it what to say if they said no, what to say when they said yes, all the way down to the very final thing. And we introduced a couple of programs that the company never done before. Well, they started doing, uh, uh, having me do conference calls for the company. They moved our office, they changed everything, our sales skyrocketed. We absolutely blowed the company apart because of what I'd learned from Dell and New Image, not for any other reason. So I've used those trainings my entire life in this corporate America world. I've used it in several different areas of my life, and it's always worked. It's always been successful, and it's always something that I go back on because that is when my life changed, 100% changed. So the last conference of New Image, um, we were outside the conference, and I wanted to go to church. I wanted to go back to church. Dale's sister was there. And his mother, and I knew Christy went to a um, a little church here in town, and I asked her about it, and they they invited me, but they wanted me to go, so I went, and uh, that's where I met my wife. So you you got to think it's all weighed out. Everything in my life is because of New Image, the one I met her at that time. So Dale, I haven't seen him. I hadn't talked to him. Uh, but about, I don't know, six years ago, seven years ago, something, I was going through YouTube and I seen a couple of videos and I just started watching some of his stuff, some of the old stuff. I started getting tapes back out. I started because you get away from it, especially if you're not staying within that realm. And uh, I started getting so excited and fired up every memory, every thought, everything started coming back. And I said, I'm going to email him and tell him how much I appreciate him and how much he changed my life. And uh, so I did. I shot him an email and he emailed me back and I was blowed out. I said, he emailed me back. And uh, I told my wife, I came home, we, I read her the email that he replied and uh, it just blessed my socks off. Well, what, a couple years later, three years later, I get a little, uh, I get a little message from Dale about uh, a special meeting and it uh, it kind of uh, had to do with uh, it had to do with APL Go. And I called him and one thing led to another and he came into town and we had lunch at Malone's in Lexington. And I've still got a picture of him standing outside uh, with me. 
And uh, when the girl's taking a picture of us standing, Dale said, you're going to remember this moment. He said, you saved this picture. You're going to remember this moment. So we we uh, we got kicked off with APL Go. And we all know that Dale said the market was not ready for what we were doing. We were giving it everything we had, but it was not the market for it right now, right? It's just not. So one thing led to iHub uh, I Global. Uh, we started doing the boxes. Uh, the boxes, you know, we started kicking off. I mean, I, you know, we did a lot there at the beginning, and then uh, they came out with uh, Loop. Uh, during that time with Loop, guys, I started going through some stuff with my family. And how, how many guys have, how many people got kids? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, family and kids, that, you know, if you have something happen, that's where you need to be, period. I don't care what's going on. You need to be, there need to be, a, a, you need to go and support and do what you can. But when it's your kids, so we had, we had some stuff we were going through with my oldest and uh, it was horrible. And uh, I'm telling you for about, well, right as soon as loop started, I absolutely checked out 100%. And I couldn't even get in my head. I told Dale, I said, I can't even, I can't even think about nothing else right now. I just can't. And uh, so I stepped back for a minute. Didn't quit. I just stepped back. You know, you know, the the deal is you're, we're all going to go through times and trials and tribulations. We're going to. We're going to have stuff with our family. We're going to have stuff with our jobs. We're going to have schedules change. There's going to be deaths in our families. There's going to be sickness. There's going to be some bad stuff go down with every single one of us. But we have to not lose focus. We have to not lose focus because that excitement that you that you have in the beginning it will uh, it will absolutely uh, fade if you start. We all go through the same trials. We all go through the same stuff, you know. And and here's the thing: a lot of people will say, "Well, I have a job. I'm not full, I'm not full time, right?" I can't I can't do this with I'm working all the time. Guys, I, 90% of everybody on here have got a full-time job. And that's just part of it. And I'm telling you, you have to figure out how to do it on top of that. No, no excuses. And uh, you know, I was going through my rebounding process when they came out with ERC as soon as it started, four days later, I I, I introduced it, I told this guy about it. And he signed up, and all of a sudden it was smooth. And all of a sudden, my work exploded. I'm talking about exploded. I had a stack of of things that I mean, I was blown out mentally trying to get through it. We all go through it. And then I said, "We're getting back into this." Shelly did a training and told how she actually sent out this little email and what she was doing. And I said, "Baby, I can do that." I can do that. That's a good starting point for me. There's where I'm starting because I got my nights. I can stay up later. I can get up earlier. We've all got the same amount of minutes in a day, every single body on this call. Now, Dale's got a few more than the rest of us, but we've we've all got the same amount, right? And uh, so I sent out not, you know, you have people say, well, I sent out 20 emails and I didn't get a response. Or I sent out 25 and nobody called me. 
guys, he sent out thousands. I mean, thousands, like everywhere. I mean, everywhere. And I, I'll, I'll break it down how I did it real quick and a little bit different probably than Shelly, because I honestly do a lot of it on my phone because I've always got it with me. If I've got a slow period at work, I can do it. If I've got a slow period in a car, I can do it. If I've got a slow period at home, I can do it. And I got really proficient with emailing and copy and pasting, and I can roll. I've done 99% of all my email stuff on my phone. So I dropped it, and I sent it, and, and then, guys, the rest is history on the school side of it because they just started rolling. I'm talking about responses on you can ask Shelly responses on your emails people calling people wanting to know what this is about and it went on and on and on and I'm telling you that's the momentum that changes things that's the the flow you want to get in that's when you have that breakout moment when you get into that type of progression right and we got out and I started knocking doors I went to a bunch of Tons of local businesses here in town. I don't get as much time to knock doors as I need to. Now, that's not an excuse. That's just a fact. I've got it one day a week, maybe two days a week on Sunday after church that I can go out and do what I need on that end of it. That might change here soon, but as of now, that's the way it rolls. So I'm doing a lot of phones and I'm doing a lot of emailing and, and contacting people. I Google, pick up Google. First, everybody in here, pick up Google and Google businesses in your local town, period. Just Google businesses, because as you're looking through them, you're going to think, oh, I know the guy that owns that place. Oh, his sister is so-and-so. You're going to, most of us that are in smaller towns can do that. And you're going to come to the realization, you know, a lot more business owners than you actually think. So I touch base with those people. I touch base with uh, all the schools here locally, and I created those small stories. Because it all starts when you can create a story. When you have a story, it will change your business. When you have a story, I had a local, and I'm gonna jump. I'll, I'll hurry up. I had a little local, uh, uh, our little local uh, Christian school, got 16 employees, 16 staff members. Uh, I, I called them. I know them. They signed up. They submitted their docs. Everything's through. That story alone changes everything. Ninety percent of the, I mean, there's no telling how many kids and their families went to that school. You say CTS, everybody knows what you're talking about, and they get they got money from it. We had a Dale talked about it the other day. We got a 55 year old Derek Tasty freeze in town called Bearman's. We went, I went in there and here's how I did it. Knocking on doors. I just went in there and started eating a hamburger and french fries. And I kept looking in the back, looking in the back. When I saw her, I hollered. I said, hey, how are you? She came out. She's really sweet. How's your burger? How's your fries? That kind of thing. And I started a conversation with her. And I told her what we did for CTS, where all of her grandkids went to school. And she said, are you kidding me? The next thing you know, she's signed an agreement. She laid it in her accountant's hands because she wanted him to facilitate because she's single mother now or single single lady. Her husband had passed away and it flowed right through. I mean, the referrals that I get from those two deals alone, I mean, it's on and on and on and on. 
So, I mean, I'm super excited about this more than anything I've ever been excited about. And guys, run when you can run. We're all going to go through stuff. Uh, I, I go through stuff. Dale goes through stuff. Everybody goes through stuff. And uh, I can tell you, the key is keeping your feet to the grindstone, uh, keep your nose. You can do something. I don't care if it's emailing at night. I don't care if it's sending. And I'm going to say this, and this is super important, and I'll end with this. Don't just do business when you go out. Go out to do business. A lot of people think they're actually operating a business because they talk to somebody when they're out and just that. You got to make a point to set time aside to go out and do nothing but the business. That's going to get, that's going to make results happen. Jim Rome said, without a sense of urgency, desire loses its value. That's right. Right? He says, without a sense of urgency, desire loses its value. And I can tell you, this will never, never in our lifetime happen again. A program like this. It just won't. And you're going to live in regret, every single person that's listening to this, if you don't make a change right now in your time management, your schedule, and get rolling with this program, it'll never happen again. There's nobody ever seen what's going on with this team and this group and this ERC program. So, well, thank you all. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. If, if you got questions, uh, raise your hand. We got a few minutes before corporal. We do need to jump on there, though. We have four minutes. Um, but, Tony, tell me about the two. Did you get two more today? Did I see that? Yeah. Yes. I had, uh, <clears throat> when I told you going through businesses, I went. I was going through businesses on Google, and a particular place popped up. And that so happened, my wife uh, was best, was really good friends with her when she was young. So I shot out uh, that email with, uh, uh, with Kevin O'Leary to her. And I put a little... Uh, top note at the top, and I told her what we were doing for schools and businesses around Mount Sterling. And I mentioned Julie at Behrman's, and I mentioned Justin Cockrell, Camargo Transmission. Listen, look at this and call me. And, buddy, she called me this morning, uh, 48 W-2s in the healthcare industry with old folks. So she really suffered. And I'm telling you, before I got off the phone, she was crying. She didn't even get PPP. Had no clue about it. I mean, it it's just God sent. And then uh, just before I got on the call a minute ago, uh, a little guy named Landon from Hawaii called me. And it was from, and I can tell you this, guys, if you're sending out emails and they don't happen right now, I, I, I emailed Hawaii three weeks ago, right? Just a bunch of little Christian schools in Honolulu because Christina's got a, uh, a cousin that lives out there. So we just hit right around his area. And I'm just saying, don't lose faith. Just keep the flow. Be consistent. Be consistent. And uh, like David said last week, man, and I really did like it. He said, uh, don't let success and don't let negatives change that consistency. I think that's how he put it. If you're, if you got something really good happen today, 
don't feel like it's time to eat ice cream and sit back and do nothing. That's right. But And if you had something bad happen today, don't feel like that you're going to cop out because you had something bad happen. Do the work. Do the do. Let's keep it going. Kurt Summer, then Dave Trility. Real quick. Uh, great job, Tony. Really appreciate you sharing your story. Um, so, what what pitch do you use for door knocking when you go out? Uh, I talk. I just when I go out and talk to them, I, I start a conversation. Um, I ask them about COVID. If they had a tough time with COVID, did it affect them any? They they we we were in a, we were in the Cattlemen's today, and the manager we asked him to come out. We we talked to him about the business, how many restaurants he's got. Just really small talk, and then we asked him about COVID. Uh, and I said, "Did did you all get PPP?" And he said, "I don't think we did." And I said, "We said how many how many restaurants you got?" And, you, and he told us nine. And we said, "Man, uh, if you didn't get PPP, did you get ERC the retention credit, employee retention credit?" And he said, "Well, I know I don't think we did that either." And I said, "Brother, you you're you've got you're sitting on a lot of money that's been placed inside." I mean, I, I just, I, I'm 100% small talk and I don't talk too much. I learned that a long time ago. I used to vomit all over everybody, but I mean, I can, I can say in very few words what a lot of people might, you know, I don't try to over explain it. I wait for them to ask me questions. Uh, you know, I don't act like I'm selling them something. Uh, I never do because we're not selling them something. We're actually giving them something. I mean, it's it's an entirely different process. So that's kind of what Thanks, I do. Dave Trility. Yeah, I, Tony. I just want to say, great job. It was uh, it was it was awesome reliving the days of New Image and and all the things we learned there because it laid the foundation for what we've got now. And we're just laying a bigger foundation with our people. But thanks, awesome job. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, man. Dave Johnston. Hey, uh, hey, thanks, Tony, for that. That was really uh, that that touched me because of the uh, the team, the team thing. You know, I I see a couple of areas where I can improve in that, you know, and I and I want to I want to tell you, I appreciate that, you know, to know the story of of coming along um, with this team culture. Because I know for a fact that every time I, I get on the phone with this team, it's it's like you said, it's short words, but there is so much gold in that. And then to go run with it, you know, many times I've talked to other team members and and it makes me want to share more of my experiences where that has not been the case in the past. I really want to start ramping that up a little bit because I really want to be a part of this legendary team that's going down here. It's awesome. So thank you for that. That was phen phenomenal. I appreciate thank it. You. Thank you, man. Making it happen. Making it happen. This team's going to be better than that if as long as we can pivot to the right thing after this. And I'm hoping IHUB's got something for us because this team is made up of a lot more. Well, it's going to be powerful. It's going to be powerful. Tom, Tom in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. I'll be brief. Hey, Tony, you know, I just want to talk a little bit about Tony. He was someone who really helped me 
when we had these work Zooms for APL Go in the evenings, you know, most evenings were on there working, you know, and Tony would be on there and everybody would just stop when he would talk. And yeah. he really helped me out personally. And I think I told you at one point, one day I'm going to thank you publicly. There you go, man. Man, I, I appreciate you, Tom. You're always right there, brother. We're going to kill it. We're going to kill it. Yeah, I got another story, a quick story. I went to a, a meeting down in Ohio a couple of years ago. Dale was there. Tony was there. Dave Trility was there. A bunch of, bunch of us. And it was for an APL Go thing. And, um, you know, there was some big name speakers there. Uh, Tony wasn't speaking, but he surprised me because one night he showed up in a suit and a tie. You remember that? Yeah. And I'm like. Dressed like, for success. That's what he yeah. told me. I said, but you're not speaking. He says, I know. That's, I forget exactly what you said, but it was like you get in that mindset of when you will be a speaker, you're ready to right. go. That impressed Amen. the hell out of me. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. That's all I got. All right, guys. We'll jump on uh, Vicky real quick, and then we'll jump on the corporate call. Vicky. Yeah, just um, real quick. David, thank you for sharing your story. Uh, your excitement is just so contagious, and I just want to congratulate you on your success with ERC. It's been great seeing you use and telling your story about your personal development and you applying it to ERC today. So thank you for all of that. It really gives us some motivation and encouragement to keep the personal development going. So great job, great job. Thank you, honey. Hey, one more thing. Follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. That's what this business is about, man. Amen. Amen. Yep, that's it. All right, guys, let's jump on the corporate call. We'll talk to you Thursday, if not before. Thanks for being with us, Tony. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Tony. Um, Good luck, everybody. Good week. Thank Bye-bye. you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Thanks, Tony. Did you enjoy this story? Then you will probably enjoy some of the other sessions of this podcast. You can visit MLMSuccess.com and see a full playlist of the podcast since the day we started. Would you like to put some faces with the voices? Then search for Dale Calvert MLM Success Podcast on YouTube and follow us there. Please leave a comment on YouTube and let our special guests know how their story inspired you or affected you. Dale spends most of his social media time in private groups he has founded, but you can follow his public Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Dale Calvert page. And of course, your comments and feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you access this podcast is always appreciated. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week and share with you another real success story that is happening right now in this new era of wealth creation that most still don't know exist. Yet.